Right, welcome to Keep the Faith podcast, episode three. Um, my name is Chris Blythe, and joining us today is Paul. How are you doing, mate? All right. How are you? All right. Yes, not too bad, mate. Not too bad, as usual. Um, apart from the results, but we'll get on to that. <laughs> um, so off the back of um, a 2-1 defeat to Preston, um, you didn't go, I did. Um so we've probably got different opinions of the match today. But let's start by looking at the uh, the lineups for, for, for the team. Okay. So I want to get your thoughts on that before we go into anything yeah. else. So we started off with Patterson. Back four, which no surprises. Circuit uh, 09, Ballard and Hume. Then we've got Dan Nalek with Bellingham in midfield. Usual wingers of uh, Roberts and Jack Clark. And up front, the big call, that was Dak. What what was your thoughts <laughs> when you heard the team? Well, the no forward, basically. No striker. I know Dak is supposedly a striker, but... I just thought um, we went from being short on a striker to having none, basically. I don't know. And and as it turned out, I don't think it was a good move. Mm. I don't know. We're trying to be positive, aren't we? <laughs> well, you know, results are results. At the end of the day, people, you know, if, if, if we play, play rubbish and win 10 games... And or play well and lose ten, people prefer, will take the ten wins all day. Yeah, you know. So um, we okay, always try and say a positive, but yeah, just sit. Yeah, I thought I thought it. I thought we should have had a a forward or two on. A forward or two, basically, to start. Yeah. Yeah. I. Mean, I mean, I didn't have any great surprises in the team. I think sitting here today. It's easy to say, you know, we shouldn't have done this, we shouldn't have done that. But yeah. I guess if we if we come up, come away with a win from that game, it's kind of well, it was it was good tactics, you know, starting dark and then give, letting him here come on, and you know, you, you you just you just don't really know. I was my opinion when I saw the team um, was I, I didn't mind Dak playing. I would have preferred Pritchard playing, but what I would have preferred is either Dak or Pritchard pay, playing. Just behind some, like yeah, behind him here. You know, if one of those players coming on the second half, but I just thought it was a big call to play Dak. Pritchard's looked great. Like I don't get the difference between playing Dak or Pritchard. I know there's an element there. People say he's he's a bit of a nine and a half slash ten player, but I think for me, and we'll go on to other things in the in the game. We just we. We just didn't really have a focal point, and I would have played Dak behind Hemeya, or I would have played Pritchard, and I would have dropped, I would have dropped one of the midfielders. Yeah. Well, the midfielders, I thought, were a bit. I don't know the. The help like. The midfield middle were holding on a bit. To, I don't know, casual, you know. And getting pickpocketed, and whereas last week 
but I think that's uh, that Job's style. You know, last week I was saying he was, he was, he did great, and he he did similar. Only when you're casually playing like that and you lose the ball, it looks a lot worse than when you casually go past somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I thought the two wide men were were great, and especially Roberts. He tortured them basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Roberts was man of the match, and as it turned out, when we had pullbacks and stuff, there was no one there to tap them, tap them in. Apart yeah. from Roberts himself, when he, uh, I thought he was unlucky with a effort on goal mm-hmm. that he had. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's kind of my my sentiment as well was. Last the first game, we we didn't really put that many crosses in. Obviously, I think Ipswich were a step up from Preston. To be fair, um, yeah, and it's a different mentality going away from home and playing at home. And I get all that. So it's you. It, sometimes it's comparing apples oranges, isn't it? But I think when you when you look at the amount of crosses and the amount of times we got stuff in the box and there just wasn't anybody anybody there. And even if it was, it was like Dak was one person. Um, I thought it was I thought it was really difficult. I mean, the first half I thought we were well on top. Yeah. And if you if you look at if you look at that goal, obviously there was an argument that Broadhead kind of meant that deflection. Yeah. Will Kane had no idea that was hitting him. <laughs> no. Um, and but the reaction to that goal was was good. But again, you know, we we've huffed and puffed a bit, um, and we just haven't had that kind of focal point and. That that's a difficult. I mean, if you if you if you look at if you look at the the, the stats that we had, obviously sixty five percent possession. Um, we had a passing accuracy eighty percent. Preston had sixty five percent. They had done three hundred passes. We'd done five hundred and forty eight. We'd done four hundred and forty three accurate passes out of that. We had three big chances. They had one. Big chances missed. We missed two. They missed none. Um. <laughs> Off, there was only one offside each, and we had twelve corners, and they had five. And for me, I, I obviously I've always said I, I I want to do this as as a positive thing. Like you kind of look at those stats and think we deserve to come away with it without at least a point. It's like you know, yeah. As, as, and then you look at the, <laughs> you look at the second goal. I mean, the first half, you know, I think I think we we were really unlucky to to go in, you know. One one, you know that's that that was my opinion. I thought we should have been, you know, one nil up. Um, but I don't think I don't think heads dropped or anything like that. Um, it's just it's frustrating. And, and you look at the second goal. The second goal was, you know, a long punt up front. Yeah, I mean the the argue, the issue is is obviously we've lost the ball in a good position and we've left we've left you know the defenders isolated. Um, it just took a, a minging deflection, um, and then the lads yeah. obviously finished well. Yeah, I thought um, I thought we would have got a foul. I think um, did Equa Joe passed Equa. He he passed it back. Yeah, or the other way around. Joe Joe um, misplaced the pass. Yeah, and. Uh, but I thought he passed it for the one-two, but 
Equa got taken out, but yeah. I haven't really looked at it again. But anyway, as it as it goes on, Ballard gets a gets a challenge in, which could have went anywhere, but it <laughs> went yeah. straight through to their guy. Yeah. And I I was thinking it might have been offside as well in the heat of the moment, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, you're not going to get them anywhere. No, and I think I mean for me, for me. Again, we 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 played well, but I I go back to that starting lineup, and I would have I, I would have had Pritchard in. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's there's rumours that he's away and and things like that, which is fair enough. If he is, then you know he's probably not going to get a look in over some of that job. But I just thought it was a good opportunity to um, to maybe have Job on the bench, and I, like I do like him, and I think he's got fantastic ability. But I just thought that away game was like, right, let's get some points on the board. When I saw the team come out, I thought, he's got to start him here. And like, even if it doesn't work, you know, it's easy to sit here in hindsight. But, um, you know, Mowbray's talked about the reason why he didn't start him because he didn't want three centre-halves marking him, which is... Which is fair enough if if your ball is if your ball to a Hermia is a is a long punted ball, but yeah. you could see by how we played on Saturday we didn't we didn't really do that at all, and when we did it didn't work whether it would be Dak or Hermia, but when we got the ball out wide we needed bodies in the box and we just didn't have yeah. that. Um, well, if if Roberts or Clark got past the man, which they did every time, then three people who were marking Hermia wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't have. Stuck with them, would they? They'd have been. No. They'd have let them go. I mean, but it's the main thing is it's looking like the games last season when we had the spell with the no striker the first time, mm-hmm. and then again the game, the other spell at the end of the season, which is mm-hmm. um, which is not very good. Basically, no. we can have. Limited, limited shots, limited attempts, and and then no one to the limited ones we do have, no one to actually finish. Yeah, and it, if we um, obviously the substitutions, we'll we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, in terms of the subs that he made, he's 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 end up taking. Uh, bringing on Abdullah Bar, um, obviously Hamia's come on, but it seems to be f- for me it's 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 them where where those players playing, like especially Bar. He looked obviously like he'd stuck him out on the wing, and for me, he, like my dad will disagree with this, but when he came on, I thought he looked one of our best players. But the the fume was real was real when he went through on goal and didn't score. But when he's not a striker, you you know that's the difficulty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the difficulty is he he might he might score one out of three rather than yeah. one out of two. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, he he when he was on the wing, he did he we had the beating of any like mm-hmm. all three of our wingers had the beating of them, it's just the balls that were pulled back were pretty much to nobody. Oh, there wasn't enough because, bodies in the box. Yeah, because we had nobody in. Yeah. I want to I wanna, uh, touch on, obviously there's a lot of talk about Danny Barth 
Um, and, you know, Mowbray has alluded to playing him, you know, if we go to a way to Millwall or something like that, he, you know, it, but he's, he's been talking about playing 0-9 because he plays the ball out and he was really important on, on Saturday. But I look, I look at those goals that were conceded and for me, putting Danny Bath is not going to, is not going to stop those goals being conceded, and I, I thought I thought the similar against Ipswich. Yeah, um, all all the goals that we've conceded so far have been this element of luck to the towards the other team. I think even it's not the, like it's not like a losing this... situation, is it? Where you you know you you losing out on set pieces, or you you know this no. you're getting bombarded, and you need Danny your Danny Butler be not. You know, heading them away. I mean, I kind of think of any. I kind of think of any saves that Patterson's had to make. No. In the two games, um, the, there was the one off, basically the one off the line where where it was going wide anyway. But yeah. you know, that's the only thing I can remember. Basically, I think, like I said, that even the Ipswich second goal was, I think. Um, one of our players tried to foul theirs or something like that. The ref sort of half was going to stop and then he played on. Yeah. We were a bit flat-footed, he played it through. Um, don't think anyone else was, would stop that one either. So no, I, I come back to, I think at the minute, the difficulty is, is the midfield. I think they're exciting young players and, and when they're on when they're on it and they're passing, they make some you know lovely passing moves and things like that, but I just look at it and think, well, we haven't got that that holding midfielder, and I think almost at the minute they're taking turns doing that job. So I think Neil will push forward, Echo will drop in, and vice versa. Whereas end of last season, you had Dan Neil pretty much because Corey Evans was out. Dan Neil just played that role just in front yeah. of the centre centre halves, and I think at the minute Mowbray is trying to do it where well, O'Neill's going to bring it out, and then. Whoever's kind of nearest drops back in, or whoever wants to go forward, go forward. The other one must must fall in, and I think if you look at that second goal, but you know there's nobody at the back. There's you know there's no there's no defensive screen there. Yeah. I think when you're playing at home and you're playing against a counter attacking team, which obviously Preston were because we had majority of the ball, I think it's really really difficult to. All it takes is one misplaced pass, and you've got you've got a you've got an overload at the defence. And that like it doesn't matter if you've got Danny Bat there. No. You know? It doesn't matter if you've got Virgil van Dijk. It's like well it might do, but you know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a difficult, difficult one. Yeah. So you think we need um I'd, I'd, a new I'd, new recruit or Yeah, I mean we'll get on we'll get on to transfers, but I think I, I don't even think it needs a I mean obviously it would be great to have the cover. I think uh, Mateti being out doesn't doesn't help because I think he can probably play that role a bit better than than anyone. I still don't think he's a kind of natural Corey Evans replacement. But um, I just said Daniel stay and do I, that. I, job. I, I just I just think if they're not going to sign anybody, the 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 need the need to have a, a defined role for that for, for for that role a defined player. I think this and I I can see it off the the last two games. Obviously, I was at Preston. There doesn't seem to be a player that's taken that role, which is then when if we lose the ball off, we haven't got that that in the mind of I need to be there. 
I don't know. Um, I might be reading it wrong, but it doesn't look like last year. I could see it. I could see Dan Neil played that role. Yeah, he he played that that defensive midfield role. He did it well. Obviously, we had Mishu and Equa, um, kind of pushing up, you know, a bit further, and like I just feel as though Mowbray's told all three of them that can go do what they want. Obviously, Joe was going to be pushing up a bit more. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, if we get somebody in, I mean, uh, I, I'm i not at panic stations at the minute. I think if we don't win on, or if we get beat on Saturday, I think I will start to, to, to be a bit, ooh, maybe, maybe not everything's well. But I'm kind of at the moment to say we've just been incredibly unlucky. Yeah. And we've got, and we have got obviously deficiencies in terms of striking options. Yeah, that's that's about what it is, basically. Yeah, I just I just think that defined rule comes in comes in much more. I mean, we, if we don't get a result on Saturday, how? Uh, what's what's your opinion? <laughs> well, I'll go back to the um to what I said about the the transfer window and and these games seem. Mm. A, like a whole nearly a month's worth of games, people clubs just seem to write them off or count them as bonus points. When I think it's totally, I think it's unacceptable, really. Yeah, meaning like you know, or when they say, Oh, he's he's proven a point to the chairman by not doing this, not doing that, even if he was or he wasn't, you know, then I think I just think it's a waste. You mm-hmm. could be. You know, and it's all probably down to the transfer window. Mm-hmm. If it was shut before the season start, then you get you get a real goaded. But like when it comes to the end of the season, nobody nobody will say, "Oh, them first four games where you know there was messed about, no no transfers and stuff." You could have had even three points would have got you. Yeah. Automatic or something like that. It never comes back. It never gets brought back. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, on on Saturday, on Saturday, I, I think we've got to have a bit of luck change. And if that if that's us getting a deflected goal, I think we'll go on to win comfortably. Mm-hmm. You know, again, same as same as on Saturday. I thought when they when their deflected goal went in, I thought. Oh, surely not again. But like you say, we did well to get back in it. But we just made it hard for ourselves with the personnel and not having anybody in the box where you need people. Mm-hmm. And you, and if you see um, Ipswich, who uh, won again yeah, with different scorers, they had, like you say, they have five. They have five options. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive difference, isn't it? You know, when you you're talking about how how you change it up and it's you know bringing bringing Pritchard on and you know putting Abdullah Bar out in the wing and you know, I mean, I, I it's I, not I, changing I, much, is it? No, really? I mean, I've <laughs> you I've got that sympathy. You know, you, you, if we have to bring like Meander on and he can play either through the middle or on the wing, and then that allows you to bring Abdullah Bar on in the in the in the middle of the the park, a bit more trickery there, um, kind of change it up that way. But at the minute, 
you know the club hasn't got those options and um yeah it, it it's a difficult one i mean I, I, I think for saturday obviously we'll, we'll we'll go on to that as well but um i i do worry about saturday i think it could be one of those bad atmospheres which i don't want to hear but I don't. I don't think. Obviously, there's a lot of fume online. A, a lot of you know, like the always is. Um, online's like a horrible place, whether it be social media yeah. or forums. But I, I haven't heard any of the crowd. I mean, the the, the crowd clapped them off on on Saturday. They knew that they'd put in a performance. Um, and on another day, yeah. the, the the fans same asked same on the first game as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the fans asked for who you know, a few of them were obviously royally pissed off because you are when you you know you've been all the way down there and you've got to get a three-hour coach back and you know people are annoyed and they've, they've had a good bit like sup basically but it's a case of quite everybody I spoke to they're like well we've, we've played well and quite a few people just saying look it was the midfield you know um midfield looks good when we've got possession everything's working but as soon as we lose that ball I think that just the defense is just left left exposed anyway talking about that again yeah just we'll see but I, I i do think saturday i think there's potential for you know we get an early goal first five minutes get on top of them if we if we get a goal i think we'll just do a you know what we did rather than last season we'll get two three four goals and it'll be everyone will just sit back and chill out the second half <laughs> um but i think if we if we if we concede early and we've, we've got to get back into it and it's they're defending for their lives. We don't get the result, or we get beat. I can really see like a bit of a bit of an atmosphere uh, happening there. Yeah, what we don't want is them getting the first goal because they just sit back, and then we we don't have the options to. Yeah. To, I mean, a, cl- a clean sheet will be massive on Saturday. A two 0 win, clean sheet will just literally like everything will seem to melt away. <laughs> yeah that's a plan that's a plan um okay so so I think that's a, unless you want to bring anything else up for the Preston game um oh no I, I was waiting for the um they, they did do a lot of fouls I was on foul watch they did do a lot of fouls and I'm I don't think we got the customary first yellow um or if we did it was it, it wasn't the first tackle, you know. Yeah, so well, uh, Ballard went in the book, and for them, they had. Um, I mean, Will. I I haven't seen it back, and I don't think it's been replays. Will King got a yellow card for an elbow on 09, which the linesman picked out. Yeah, I thought I thought it was. Um, I was, was screaming. I was up. screaming for a red, but yeah, the, I don't. You know. Fair enough. Um, and then, no idea how Freddie Wood Freddie Woodman didn't get booked for for time wasting. Well, this is a thing that I've noticed, and it's already annoyed us from um, Premier matches and mm-hmm. ours, I suppose. Is when the referees get the new rules, and so now the new rule of yeah. imagine yellow. They're getting excited by giving them out, and the challenge that was a yellow, you know, they always do it. They always go over the top when they get a new rule. They go over the top, and basically, they they now missing 
the yellow, you know, the actual, yeah. Yeah, they sort of saying, right, well, because you've said it is, it's not. In fact, you're getting a yellow, and I'm just going to let that guy run away. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know why they can't just implement a rule um, somewhere in the middle. They always just go like, Fair enough. Like, yeah, it was a yellow, yellow. It was a yellow card challenge. So I'm going to give a yellow card, but I'm actually going to give you a yellow card. Yeah. For for asking yeah. for it, but but they just yeah. letting them. They just letting the other guy. You know, they oh, they making a show of it, and then. Yeah. So yeah. I to be fair, I didn't mind. Um, I didn't mind the referee. The, he got booed off the pitch by the Preston fans for the penalty, yeah. which I was don't... like. I I don't think he had a. I don't. I didn't notice him. To be fair, it wasn't one of no. these. I read online the Preston fans seemed like weren't happy. I, I had to double check what they weren't happy for, yeah. but uh, yeah, it was the penalty. But I don't think they could have any arguments no, really. No, definitely not. They, they were lucky. We I think um, one of our players could have been Roberts, uh-huh. who danced past them. Yeah, and you know one of them tried to take him out. He he stayed on his feet. It would have been probably one of those where he doesn't get it because, yeah, you think you know. But yeah, I thought the referee was all right, mm-hmm. just all right. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> so uh, next section, um, our our new title section, which is going to be called it's Mingin. <laughs> Milosevic is good coming off strong, but when they come off and turn and run at us, first but this is where we get our dad's opinions of the matches yeah well my dad was tight is the tide turning yeah (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't very happy when i asked him i maybe should have given some some time some time to think about it but um yeah he wasn't very happy he's i tried to be positive to him and say um he wasn't happy with Clark keeping all of the ball. That might that might become a thing. Um, I try to say that that Clark has the ball like ninety percent of the match, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I just think I've got a. He's going to lose it, you know. <laughs> he's going to lose it sometime. And Your you're dad's going to lose it, or Clark's going <laughs> to lose, lose it. You know, you know what I mean. That. This statistically, if he's got the ball more than any of our players, he's gonna lose it more. So I try to say that, and he just uh, he sort of mm. shook his head, and he thought that the goals, definitely the second one, was because we give the ball away too easy, mm. and yeah, I think the patience is running thin. <laughs> So that, he didn't have a he didn't really have a review of the match, more of a couple of grievances, um, which might get worse. Yeah, I think I think the Jack Clark, the Jack Clark situations, it's quite interesting because what I there's there's 
when people say a footballer's brave in the past, it used to be like a Kevin Ball going in for a tackle. It used to be that. But the the older I get, the more I realise actually brave being brave is actually wanting the ball. Yeah. And it's it's getting the ball, and then if you lose the ball, you know it's about tracking back and getting it back. And I get that, but it's then you know you're up a you're up against a defender who's getting the better of you the first five times. The being brave is actually still wanting the ball because it's so yeah. easy not to want it. I mean, I put it back down to Borough last year when Clark went up against that Spence, and to be honest, Spence Spence had his life, the, yeah. the right back for Borough. But I tell you what, Jack Clock never stopped wanting the ball, and even if he got yeah. tackled, and I think that's the difference. He 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 wants the ball. They give him the ball. You know, not everything's going to come off. And what I put it down to is, it's hard to put it against another sport. But like I think of like NFL. If you watch NFL, when they do the when on on the offense, you've got like runners who are running trying to obviously like receive the ball, but they'll make that run twenty times. And not get but, it, but they might get one touchdown because they they keep on making that run. Yeah, and it's like, and I and that's the way I feel like Jack Clark is. He'll go and go and go. And the problem with football, people think that you've got to beat your man every single time and put a perfect cross in. Well, if that was the case, it'd be twenty nil a game, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, during during the week, and he wouldn't I was... be, he wouldn't be playing for Sunderland if he did that no, either. No, during the week I, I was. Um reading or looking at things about Lee Carmel mm-hmm. and it was mainly the usual it was at his birthday or something and then people start to say oh he was rubbish and this and other but <laughs> I, I don't argue online but in my mind this guy Lee had the ball wanted the ball in the times when we didn't yeah. when we you know we were getting battered he wanted the ball all the time, mm-hmm. and he never, like you say, he never shirked away. He asked for the ball off everyone. And during his time, when you think of the midfielders that were missing next to him, I think I think he deserves more praise yeah. for being brave. You know, yeah, he lost the ball a couple of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's better to do that than hide, like. So it's similar, yes. similar to Dan, it's some similar to Dan Neil when when he does that turn, he's been caught maybe once or twice. Um, yeah, but everyone's saying he shouldn't do it. You know, he shouldn't do it, and I'm like, yeah, but he'll do it twenty times and eighteen times it'll be a success. And I know th- there could be a chance of leading a goal, but on the other eighteen times, turns us around and get us on the front foot. You try and if he loses our, I guess braveness, if, if that's the right word. Uh, you know his his ability to 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 kind of deal with that situation, then he ends up dropping through the leagues because nobody's interested. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah. So, um, so what did your dad think? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's got a new he's got a new head figure. I shouldn't call it a head figure because it's not a head figure. But um, Abdullah Bar came on, and <laughs> like I say, he tortured their fullback. But there was a couple of times he lost the ball. There was the one where he went through on goal and he was played through. 100% he should have done better. 100%. But once that moment hit, that was it. He literally could have done a bicycle <laughs> kick from the, like, like Trevor Sinclair-style bicycle kick. Top bins, in off the crossbar, like 
ran into the crowd, hugged me dad, and as he walked <laughs> off, my dad would have been like, ah, it's still shite. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it got fluky with it or something along those lines. That's, that's, so he's got a kind of, he's always got to have one person, always. <laughs> and um, I said to him, I said, look, I think he's he's done really well. He's 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 being proper attacking. He's, he's turning players inside out. He's like, he's final ball. And I'm like, yeah, well, like, you know, sometimes these things happen and, you know, it was one way, <laughs> you know, so there was all that going on. So he's not, he's not Abdul, but I think as well, he went the cup match and he didn't, didn't cover himself in glory there. Where, see, I think Barr's like, a, like a proper special talent, but he's, he's obviously very raw, probably hasn't found his best position, do, hasn't played week in, week out. And I think you have to have players, but like that are allowed to kind of find themselves a bit. Yeah, coming on, coming on in the last twenty minutes versus when we're down, when yeah. when we're goal down, yeah. versus a team just sitting back. Yeah, and I, I I go back to Norwich away last season, West Brom away, and I thought he was, I thought he was fantastic. But so yeah, so Abdullah not he's he's still fuming that Jack Clark won't pass it to Dennis Sergan. <laughs> like absolutely fuming. Um. And then he's, he's he hasn't turned, but he started to have a few. What was quite funny was my dad started to have a bit of like, like about Job, like he's oh, he's young, he's raw. Oh, I don't think he's doing very well, and all that. And there was a, there was a bloke like literally three seats away, like next row. I'm not kidding. All game he was just like, "Hey, that Job, like what a player, what a player." <laughs> so I was like, I had this like in me right here. <laughs> Like, literally, the second coming is a Dan. Like, that's literally what it was. And then, like, my dad, like, saying, on the left, like, on my left lug, thinking it was Jeff Whitley playing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like, I'm, like, playing piggy in the middle with, like, the world's greatest player and the world's worst player. And, yeah, he started having a bit of, um, a a, a bit about that. Um, And then, oh, Hamea came on and probably eight minutes had gone. Hamea hasn't touched the ball. And I was like, we haven't given him it. And he went, but he hasn't touched it. I went, I know, but we haven't put a cross in for him yet. We haven't found him and we haven't played it into his feet at all. Well, nobody <laughs> hasn't touched the ball. And I'm like, okay. To be fair, you, you reminded us there. I did notice that during the match that I thought to myself, we brought him on and he hasn't touched the ball, like, and I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering. a hotline and we die. I know. I'm, it wasn't. You know, I was more thinking we need to get him the ball. Yeah. But I wonder how many touches he did have and when it was. Because I don't think I don't think he had many. I mean, don't get us wrong. I don't think he came on and like lit up the players. I don't think he covered himself in any glory. But again, but we did the same. It's because we did the same thing. We we basically swapped Roberts for Bar and didn't cross the ball in. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's basically um, just ch- changing like for like. Mm-hmm. It's just going to get the same result, really. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's our that minging section. <laughs> <laughs> uh, transfers. Obviously, I know we we talked about it before Mowbray's whether he's making a point about strikers like. This is this is kind of what pisses me off with stuff. It's a bit like this thing of oh, he went to have a meeting with Speakman after the after the game, 
before his media duties. For me, I think that's all bollocks. They might have been having a Barney. I'm, I'm not really asked because they just need to sort it out. But this this thing of about putting a putting a message out there and doing this, that, and the other. I think they must speak to themselves like every day. Must speak to each yeah. other. Surely they, they can sit across on a table or like in a room together and say, "I need a striker." And speakman's like, "Yeah, I know we are trying." Like we are doing this X, Y, and Z. So like I, this whole thing, but it it happens, it happens up and down the country in every big club and small club and everything. But obviously, there is a need for for some transfers in. Um, strikers, an obvious, yeah, an obvious thing. Do you think we're going to bring any in? And if we do, how many? <laughs> well. I think we, I think we will actually. I think they'll. I think we maybe won't buy one. We'll get yeah. one on loan. Because we've still got our loan options. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know who, but I just thought if we were buying someone, we'd know about it, or we'd know even a little bit, you know. The Ukrainian lad's apparently close. He didn't play at the weekend, so yeah. Maybe... But I don't know. Is it, would he be the answer for that? Well, he's Nobody he's knows. got a, <laughs> he's he's got a bit more experience. He can play different positions. He's obviously played at a, at a more more games in a higher level than somebody like Hamia. Um and it, it will give us some options off the bench. I mean, my, my personal opinion is that we'll, we'll sign somebody like that and I think we'll get a loan. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I, So I think we'll, we'll possibly get two strikers in. One will be a loan, one will be a, one will be a permanent. Um, and then the other position, obviously I think that we're, we might be crying out for, but again... Seems to be nailing his colours to the mask in in terms of um, you know Chris Rigg. Obviously, I know he went off with concussion the other day, so he's not available on Saturday. But he seems to be that that quartet of of Rigg, Job, um, Dan Naylor, Neck, where he seems to be like right. That's what's going to be playing. So like, are we going to be able to bring somebody established and to play that that defensive midfield role? Or is it going to be alone and a young kid? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'd like to see somebody experienced come in, but if you if it is somebody experienced, it's it's going to be a free transfer, isn't it? Um, yeah. And that that doesn't that obviously doesn't mean that they have to be be on a free now, like a like a, a free agent. Obviously, we we have signed players on a free from clubs. And you like Danny Bath, he was one, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, um, so maybe maybe somebody in that style where somebody just wants to get them off the, the books for for wages. Yeah. I think that's what we're looking at basically. The the same same ideas on the forwards and that midfield. But if he you know if he gets someone in forward Mm-hmm. And they score some goals. He might just continue on with the same midfield, anyway. Yeah. Without the without that defensive 
mm-hmm. minded midfielder. You might say, "Oh, well, it's working now." You know, we got you know we're getting two goals before they get the lucky yeah. goal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then they're looking at it from well, Hamilton's going to be coming back as well. He was on yeah. the training pitch pitch today. So he can play pretty much anywhere in the midfield. Other thinking, well, actually, you know, and then, then on top of that, you've got um, Matetti who might be out for a, might be out for a while, which is really unfortunate for him. Obviously, Evans is going to be, you know, next year. But other thinking, well, if Hamilton's come back in, can we can we afford to run with that that midfield? The argument is, is we still haven't got somebody that will play that role. But I don't know. It, it for me that rule is going to be going to be crucial if we're going away to to different grounds rather than that being at home. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll have to see. Your opinions transfers wise, obviously, there's been some noise about um, Danny Bart. I mean, obviously, I don't want him to go, but if he's not going to game and he's going to get a longer contract elsewhere, but I think obviously the CM applies to Gooch and. And, and applies to Pritchard, like if we lose, you know, two of them, or even all three of them, then I think they're going to have to bring more players in. Yeah, the way I think, if we lost them three, I wouldn't be that bothered, if you know what I mean. Than if we lost even one of Clark. Yeah, I mean, or give, Roberts, you know. I mean, I mean if. You're gonna lose Clark or Roberts, or lose those three players. Then those three yeah. players are gone for me. <laughs> but um, I, whether we lose them and get someone in, like you say, you mentioned them extra midfielders. Now it makes you think, you know, that they think, and ah, we don't have to buy anyone. I mean, if you think about that, four rig, Equa, um, um. Mine's went blank. Job. Job. Um, Rig. Then you add in Corey Evans, Embleton, Matetti, that, you know, it's quite quite a number of players that can play central midfield. Um, Then you have to ask, I guess, do you move... Do, do you do you move away from that that screen in defensive midfielder and start talking about well actually what about on the wing because then you unless they're just going to go with Bennett and Barr um, and that's going to be classed as what they've got and then Miendo when he comes back and he can play those roles so I, I don't know obviously the club will the club should know what they're doing on that shouldn't they yeah we'll, we'll see, see. <laughs> we'll see so um, the wheel seat to... section <laughs> we'll see. Uh, looking ahead to the, the the Rotherham game, did you see this one against Blackburn, Rotherham's game? No. Right. So, absolute belt of this game, right? Um, Blackburn got a penalty in the first, like, 10 minutes or so. And um, what's his name? Uh, Sammy Schmodix? Yeah. Hit the post and the lad, like, like missed the rebound. So, and then... <laughs> So, and then Sammy Smodix, bearing in mind it was nil-nil, he just missed a penalty. He gets the ball in the left-back position and just plays a ball straight through to their, their attacker. Like, literally hands it on a player. The lad finishes it. So, he just missed a penalty. <laughs> and then he's just played their forward through 
when he had no pressure on him whatsoever, he could have passed it anywhere. Wasn't anybody even closing him down? He just literally passes it straight to the attacker. He says, "Oh, thanks very much." So he he scored right, and then um, the lads who eventually got sent off, which I'll tell you about. Um, what was his name? Was this the um, Odiemna? The, I think it is the yellow card. I've just thing. butchered his name, like, but aye. Ah, so he was the one. So I anyway, I've actually he, seen. I've seen him get yeah, sent so, off. Yeah, day. so he he scores like a diving header, long like angle ball. And kind of like everybody leaves him scores. So it's 2 0. That thing he got booked for the celebration. Yeah. <laughs> then then he gets sent off for a foul. That was that blatant kind of yellow card. Yeah. Does that. Ref's like, no, you're going off. He's like, yeah. So that was that was really funny. But then Sammy Smodig scores two in the in the last like twenty five minutes. <laughs> So he missed the penalty, put lad through, and then he 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 sc- makes a two one, then then scores the equaliser, and the, um so it's a two two game. I just thought it was, I thought it was quite interesting. It was quite funny, <laughs> um, especially Smodix. That was like a weird game, like he uh, zero to hero, wasn't it? But obviously their previous match, so they they played two games. They, they got they got pummeled off Stoke four one, um, and they were down to ten men again. They were down to ten men, so. Um, obviously that lad will be missing against us, so they've got they've got one point, they've got one more than us, um, and yeah, I, I mean, what's your opinion? Do you think we're going to get a win? Yes, let the the tide's got to turn. We've got to have a bit of luck, mm-hmm. basically, because I think the two the two opening goals and the two games are just unlucky and then you're up against it I, I said on both matches if we get the goal first then yeah. you know then we'll win but who are you um, what are you doing with the team for Saturday um, who are you putting in I'd just go back to the player Hemier basically Hemier. he's only going to have one isn't he up front yeah <laughs> Yeah. And who, who who are you going to play in midfield? Well, uh, I would like you say I would have Pritchard, but yeah, the, well for well for Dark, but you know he's going to play him here. Yeah. So so if you're going to play Clark. him here, yeah, who who would you would you start with Joe? Echo and Neil. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'd start with. I think, I think they all did well. I know they give the ball away for the for that goal, but like I say, I thought it was a bit of a foul anyway, and and a bit lucky. Um, but yeah, I I don't think Pritchard, even though I like him, he's not going to play him if he's gone. And I mean, yeah. I've just got to stand by that. If you t- if you take that's the only thing holding me back. Personally, I'd I'd have Job on the bench, just give him a little bit of a rest. I don't yeah. think he's done anything particularly bad. I think he's been good, and I'm really excited to see how he develops. But I think for Saturday, I think the game's so important in terms of getting points on the board. I, I even if so Richard st- is, yeah. unless there's something concrete where he's definitely leaving. 
I, I'd go with Pritchard and I'd go with Hamia or I'd go with Dak and Hamia. But I think asking Bradley Dak to play like another game so soon, I think it's too much. So that's yeah. why I would go with Pritchard. Yeah, so basically the just turn it around and have the pressure that we normally do when Pritchard comes on for the last 20. Yeah, just do Try that and in get the first it out. 20. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. That's what I would do. I think you need his, his big guy and his bit level level headedness. Uh, predictions? What are you going to go for? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'll go two nil to Sunderland. Two nil. Two nil. I'm sure I've got two one for both games. Well, I've been technically. I've been right. <laughs> we've got to. Get, we've got to get this clean sheet. Without, we could do without these wild deflections. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go. I'm, I still don't think we'll get our clean sheet. I would love it, but I'm going to go 3 1. Right. I'm going to go 3 1. I think we're going to go 2 0 up and we're going to concede and it's going to get nervy, but then we're going to get a third goal. That's my opinion. <laughs> That's my opinion. So we'll, we'll stick that and write that down. Okay. So, obviously. That's the Preston match covered, transfers, um, <laughs> uh, our our dad's reaction as well. Um, and then obviously the, the Rotherham game previewed. Uh, next part is obviously, we said we're going to bring a game every every week. My my game was last week, Paul. You, you're going to get yeah. a game. I'm going to furiously well, look at it on the internet when you tell us. But I don't know what it is, so I might well, not have a clue. I promise this will be my last olden day game. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll come into the new. It's got, new it's got to be a Roger Park then, isn't it? Yeah. Right, it's okay. my last Roger Park game. Not the last one. Well, <laughs> it's just because. No, it's just because I was watching. I was watching some video of it. Uh-huh. And and I do actually. Like, I do remember the. I do remember the day. Um, I think. This was the game that um, my dad, my dad's keys fell out of his pocket. Which was the style <laughs> in, at the time. In the um, in the full end. So after the match, I thought, I mean, I'd ask him, but I don't know if he'd remember. <laughs> I can at least remember, but I'm sure we we waited after the match and like literally went pitch side. Mm-hmm. So that's why I remember because we're on the pitch practically, and. Um, I'm sure he must have got them back. But anyway, the game. Mm-hmm. Um the game was it was Sunland versus West Ham. Right. And we won four three and you must know the player I'm thinking about. Brady? Yes. So Kieran Brady. Um and I've been reading about him. And I really like I really like hearing from him on the on the radio as well. I think he's really he's good. Good talker, isn't he? Yeah. He's as good a talker as he was a footballer. Because when I was like this was nineteen ninety, the game. And I will have been ten or eleven. And basically he was like Sunland's Gascoigne, I suppose. Yeah. He was like just exciting. 
and if you watch this game on YouTube, it's a bit grainy. <laughs> but he just touches West Ham. I mean, West Ham get three goals, but I didn't, you know, you don't think that someone's going to lose. The um, He gets an overhead kick to start, and then he he gets a penalty by running from the halfway line and just going past everyone. And uh, at the time, he was doing this all the time in in youth games and stuff. Um, but he he was uh, well, he was stopped. He was stopped from playing because he had um, like heart problems type things. Do the blood disorder or something like that, wasn't it? Vascular. But um, if you go and look at that game, it's on YouTube, and who was he just, the scorer? He just touched them. Uh, Marco Gabbiadini scores, which was also my favorite play at the time, um, because of his speed and he's just, I don't know that <laughs> we talked about strikers. Yeah, you just thought it was a bit like the Kevin Phillips era when like. You know, something was going to happen when when they got the ball, you know. Yeah. But uh, sad because nobody got to see the best. I suppose. Well, I did see the best that game, but he should have played a lot more, and he didn't. He, yes, he wasn't the best trainer as well. If you there's some if you just Google him, there's some stories <laughs> of him drinking or. Um, he was staying with uh, Martin Crosby, I think, in his house, mm -hmm. and he asked if he could go for a meal at in Sunderland. And uh, Martin Crosby said, "Come back at eleven o'clock," and he came in at four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you need to just have a watch of that. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I've seen it numerous times, and obviously, I, I know what a special talent he was, and. I think he talked about one game where he tore it up in the reserves on the Saturday morning, and then he get a, he he gets told he's playing on the not 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 that game I don't think it was but it was kind of like he he tore it up in reserves finished the game full ninety minutes, blood and thunder and then he gets told oh by the way at three o'clock you're starting <laughs> and it's like it would just never happen in the you know this day and age and you've got to kind of wonder some of these talents that obviously never quite did what they should have done. What they would have, what they would have done in the modern game, yeah. You know, in, in modern game, I make myself sound like dead old there, and like I, I think a little bit of us died inside when I said there the modern game. <laughs> but essentially, you know, the protection that players get these days, the diet, the, you know, I don't think I don't see there doesn't look like there's any type of drinking culture that there was in the eighties and nineties now. There doesn't no. seem to be any of that. I mean, unless you're a derby and they all get pissed and drive the car home. <laughs> but like, oh, in the league seem... at Man City. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, which is fair enough. But yeah. like, I think I think those days of going out on the piss every every weekend just just don't exist. So you got to kind of wonder what he what, like, like how much would Kieran Brady be worth in today's money if he if he, you know? Yeah. Well, the the what the story already. Yeah. Uh played a youth game against York, I think it was, and um, he asked for the ball off the kickoff, flicked it up and just volleyed it in yeah. from his own half <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what we need on Saturday against Rotherham.
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, it. Who, uh, do, you do you next know, week? Who's who scored for West Ham? Do you know? Um, I'll I'll frantically get it because it's okay if you didn't put you on the spot. What year was this in? Nineteen nineteen ninety. It is nineteen ninety. So was was it Ian Dowie or somebody like that playing? Tony Cotty or was it? It was before Coney Totty. To- <laughs> this was um. When you Google it, there's a lot of stories about the match. It's quite a one. Oh, I know. Let's have a look. It was in um Division Two, all Division Two. We had Trevor Morley for them. Don't know if he scored that game. Um, squad. Had, I did read that they had Liam Brady, who um, who really rated Kieran. Mm-hmm. They, they have. Oh yeah, they had a Ludic McCluskey. Do you remember yeah, him? Yeah, McCluskey, Steve Potts, Tony Gale, Chris Hewton. They've got um, an old, they've got an agent team, I'd say. Frank McAvenny, uh, Stuart Slater. Is that Stuart Slater that went on to play for Blackburn? That Australian lad, Ginger. Whoa, I'm not sure. No, it's not. <laughs> Forget <laughs> that. Uh, Kevin Keane and uh, Trevor Morley. That Martin Allen, Mad Dog. <laughs> uh, um. Alvin Martin, Julian Dix, Ian Dowie, um, Leroy Rossini. Uh, I don't recognise many others, to be fair. No. Only 14,000 there. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> times have changed, man. Times have changed. Oh, well, no. Um, my turn next week. Yeah. After I I I might go back to Rotor Park. I might not. I'll go to Blue House Lane. We'll do that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we'll call that a night, Paul. Um, thanks for joining us, mate. No problem. And, uh, thanks everyone, See. and we'll catch you on the See other you on side. Saturday. See you later, Mary. Bye now. <laughs>